Hello everyone, my name is Tope Ekansami and I am a host on the Fix Your Crown podcast. I'll be one of the hosts. This is my very first episode and today I am joined with Heather Schlichting. Um, she is the founder of The Right Blend, which is a marketing organization. Um, hello. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you this afternoon? Great. Um, before we get into everything, I want to know how you're doing with the pandemic and everything. How's it been affecting you and your work or just like your day-to-day -day life? How has it been since everything has started? Well, I've been working at home every day since mid-March mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, doing the best I can. Uh, I uh, am trying to keep in touch with a lot of friends. Uh, probably go out maybe once a week, not even, uh, to see people face to face. Mm -hmm. uh, but, uh, you know, um, I'm finding different ways to keep myself entertained and keep myself busy uh, and focused on work. Yeah, it, I feel like during this time, it's like important to stay busy because um, everyone's like set schedule has been like shifted quite significantly. And it's good to have like things that you do every day to like and, um, have self-care and still like stay grounded in everything that you're doing. Definitely. Yep. Yeah. So the Right Blend is like a marketing um, organization and I just want to know how, um, I know you got your degree in like PR and marketing, but like how, like, did you decide that you wanted to do this with your life and how did you get passionate about this? Um, well, I've yeah, well, I've been in marketing communications my whole career. So I've done everything from event planning to social media management, video production. And I just, I like that variety. I like to be involved in a lot of different aspects of a marketing project. So I just thought uh, doing things on the side through my own firm was a way for me to pick projects that I was really interested in and work with people that really uh, understand how I can help them and are, are interested in what I have to offer. Um, and then when you started this career and you started um, with the Right Blend, um, um, what's one thing you wish you had known before you had started doing all of this together? Well, I think when I started my career, I I think I needed to, as a younger person, really ask for what I want, uh, tell people what I want, and, and then ask them, how do I get to that point? Uh, what are the steps I should take to do that? Um, not assume that people know uh, what your talents are and what you're really interested in. You really have to communicate to people and um, take their advice. Uh, if they've got just a small bit of advice that you want to take, definitely take it because that's a gift to you. And uh, let that kind of shape you and uh, think about, you know, bragging a bit about who you are and what you can do and make sure people know about it. Mm -hmm. um, and since you are marketing and you're marketing different play, um, things, how would you say is the best way to like market yourself? Like you're talking about that, like is... A young person like I'm looking for work currently and then um, other young people are currently looking for work and I think that one important thing that we don't realize is like it's important to market yourself and 
different and everything that you do because all businesses are looking for the perfect candidate but like what would be like the best way to do that well i think uh as a marketing professional you have to know a lot of things you have to be a good communicator uh, a good writer a good public speaker be great at social media understand how websites work and the list goes on and on mm -hmm. now a lot of other professions are similar to that but i think what's really important is you need to understand what are you really good at and then hone in on those skills and make sure other people know those that you're really good at that that that's what you're an expert at uh, being a jack of all trades means you're a master of none so to separate yourself from essentially the competition other people out there looking for positions you need to make sure people understand what what you're really an expert at and that they can go to you for that expertise. And then for like getting on these expertise, what are like the best resources that you've used that have helped you along your journey? I would even say LinkedIn is a great resource. Um, it's a fantastic way to build your audience, uh, your network, um, also maintain your network, and then you know add to it. Uh, essentially, you need to get out there. Um, LinkedIn's a professional way of meeting people and people are sharing all different types of articles, tips, all that kind of information. Take all that in and, and then turn around and share your own information. Uh, so then you're kind of looked at as a thought leader in, in the, the areas that you are an expert in. And then along your journey, what are like the, who are the three people that you think have been the most influential to you? Um, well, first and foremost, my mom, uh, she taught me that it doesn't matter how you make your money, as long as you make it honestly. She also taught me that when I went to college to finish my degree, start a career, become my own person, and then someday someone will want to you know, be with me uh, in a love relationship because I have something to offer and to be a true partner to someone and compliment them. So kind of be your own person and uh, stay true to who you are. Um, the other people really that influenced me were a lot of people have teachers, obviously that have made a huge impact on their life. And I too have had those people but in particular, I started off as a child as a dancer. I took dancing from a very early age on, and all my dance teachers were people that were huge influences on my life. Uh, they taught me to respect um, people that are, you know, of authority and, you know, at the front of the class teaching people. You don't talk, you don't interrupt them, that kind of thing. You also know how to work in a team amongst the other you know, dance students in the class, understand what they're going through and, and work together with them. And, you know, I learned how to be on time when I was a dancer. I learned that for a shy kid, uh, performing was a great way to break out of that shyness. And uh, I also, you know, learned how to understand how to pack a bag, be on time, be at the show, be present, and, you know, be someone that people can rely on. Um, the third person is someone that I recently worked with, 
uh, a former boss. His name's Charlie Torito. And I was always amazed by Charlie because he was extremely busy. And many times there would be a meeting of several people in a room, all talking at once, all trying to beat each other, out talk each other. And Charlie was always on his phone, always answering emails, very uh, quick to respond to people. That was part of his job. That's what he had to do. He had to deal with the media and had to respond to them in a very quick, succinct manner. So many times in those meetings, I thought he was not paying attention and I'll just fill him in later, you know. But as people kept talking and talking and even talking over each other, he would just chime in with a comment. And it was like, wow, he actually has been paying attention this whole time, even though he was so busy on his phone. Mm -hmm. That was me. I couldn't believe that he could be so present and everything he did say was of value which was just amazing to me and something I try, I strive to be in my own, within my own teamwork and, and, you know, amongst other teammates and clients. And I want to go back to something that you said earlier when we were discussing your mother um, about um, being your own person and how that has helped you, like not just fitting into a mold. I know you started your, your career in Chicago for Deloitte and then you've now started this freelance agency. How has like being your own person helped you grow to where you are now? Well, you know, like I said before, I, as a marketing person, I had to learn a lot of skills, um, everything from web design to, you know, being a copywriter, all those types of things. And although that's great, I've actually had to pull back because I just can't do everything and I can't do everything well. That's something I've had to come to terms with. And it's something that, you know, um, I still say I can do all those things, but you know, that's why I started the right blend. So I could really focus on the things I'm actually really good at and things that I know I don't have to, you know, strive too hard or, or maybe sell myself, mm -hmm. sell myself to someone that maybe that's not exactly what I can do for them and I, I can do my best at. So I think it's important, you know, to really know who you are and what you bring to the table because everybody, everybody brings something to the table, but what you bring really should be authentic and you should be confident that you can do a good job at it. And then um, from doing all of this, um, I know that you've started, um, you wrote a book called Gap Warriors, which includes a lot of nonprofit organizations that were, that are run by women. Um, what inspired you to write this um, book, um, highlighting the importance of nonprofit work? Well, I started my own nonprofit many years ago. Uh, it's called the Ar Arts on the Move. Uh, basically, we go into schools and teach children pretty much fifth grade level uh, social dances. Teach mm -hmm. everything from the swing to merengue, tango, that kind of thing. They're all partner dances. So it teaches them how to be, how to respect their partner, how to be polite to one another, kind of the basics that uh, I think all children should learn and maybe they're not learning. Um, and then it's teaching them 
about the dances, where the dances come from. The, some of the dances come from different parts of the world. So they learn about those different countries and those cultures. So based on, and, and I've always been a volunteer for all different types of organizations. So championing women that have started nonprofits like myself uh, was just a perfect fit for me. Uh, a lot of people think starting a nonprofit is simple. It's, you know, very uh, straightforward, but it's a lot of work. And uh, I know this firsthand, and I thought it was time to share with people uh, how these women in particular have really beaten the odds. And nonprofits, even now, especially with the pandemic, are struggling. So, but they're, they're making it work. They're doing the virtual fundraisers and everything they can. And to me, those are the kind of people I wanna, I wanna share those stories. And I know that um, we're here at Nerds Rule Inc. Um, Fix Your Crown podcast is like a part of that whole hub. How did you end up leading um, Dr. Tristica McRae and then um, having her highlighted in your book? Well, honestly, I believe I saw a podcast on LinkedIn from a person that I follow, not even a person I know very well at all, but it was Tristica was being featured on her podcast. And I stopped to watch it and I learned about Tristica and all her amazing um, accolades and everything about Nerds Rule Inc. and was completely intrigued and thought she is the perfect person I want to feature in my book. Uh, I called Tristica blindly and asked her if she was interested and she agreed and we had a conversation on the phone, which was just great. She's just charming and just everything that a nonprofit uh, founder is all about. And she has so many irons in the fire, but she's handling every one of them with grace and doing a, an amazing job. So she was a pleasure to interview. And I'm so glad that she agreed to be part of the book. Um. And then how did you go about finding everyone else that you've um, included in your novel? Um, were you just, is it all through LinkedIn? Like what criteria were you looking for to like include, um, have people included in the book? Well, honestly, I sent out a Facebook message to mm -hmm. my friends and followers and asked them, do you know of a female nonprofit founded nonprofit? Mm -hmm. And uh, I had a whole list of people uh, that they had recommended. And I reached out to probably 25, 30 different ladies. And the ones that responded and were interested and I kind of kept in touch with them and then started to send them interview questions and, and established a relationship with them. So they knew I wasn't, you know, that I was legit and I was really serious about writing this book. And they stuck with me. And uh, that, that's how I did it. Um, most of these women, I don't know at all. So it, it was a great, it was a great opportunity to meet some uh, interesting ladies who are doing some great stuff for their communities. And what made you want to highlight women specifically um, that are doing nonprofit work? Well, you know, I think championing women is what all women should really do. So uh, again, I, I started my own nonprofit. I knew the, the pitfalls and the challenges. And I just wanted to highlight what other ladies are doing, get their tips, get their challenges, so that if 
someone were to read my book and wanted to start their own nonprofit, hopefully they got some good tips and uh, can maybe sidestep some of the challenges. Uh, you know, I think women are always doing amazing things and, and those are the kind of people that I, I wanna highlight. Mm -hmm. I think it's especially important in nonprofit work that um, I think some of the values that people have in 2020 is like everything is a competition. And I think that with nonprofit work, there's like room for everyone. And it's really important to lift each other up instead of just creating division when there doesn't need to be any. Um, so. Yeah, yeah, I agree, of course. Yeah, there's no, there's no room for competition in this. Everybody's fighting for those supporters, fighting for those volunteers, and you really should support others. If people aren't a good volunteer for your organization, recommend them to somebody else because if they have that mindset and they want to give back, they'll give back for another organization and do just as good a job. Definitely, definitely. And so you've been doing marketing for over how many years? Probably 15, 20 years. Yeah. 15, 20 years. Um, what advice would you like to give someone that's like interested in wanting to pursue a career like the one that you've created for yourself? You know, I think you need to be open to taking people's advice, learning all the skills that you can learn, relearn them and learn new ones. Uh, just keep, keep your hands in, in the mix, understand what's going on in your industry, and also learn about other things. Take on new hobbies. Um, I think when people have a variety of hobbies and they're not so focused on their career, they become even more interesting. And then you can, based on those hobbies, maybe connect with other people, whether they be your teammates or clients or even future clients. I think you have to be agile and uh, be open to anything um, and really know who you are and what you want out of things. And again, communicate that to people because there are so many people out there that will help you. If you put a message out there on LinkedIn saying, I'm looking for a job, this is what I'm looking for, someone will respond to you and they're going to help you because that makes them feel good to help you. And then one day you turn around and help somebody else. It's kind of an ongoing thing, but uh, you know, it's just keep going, just, just keep going out there, learn more things and, and accomplish as much as you can. Of course. And then what is like something that you would like to debunk about your profession that most people think? You know, sometimes I think um, other departments than organization think that the marketing team might be fluffy. They're just, you know, the creative types who, you know, write nice, pretty things, put pretty pictures out there, that kind of thing. But if you have a good marketing team, you're developing strategy. You understand what your organization wants to do, what their vision is, what their goals are, uh, and you develop a strategy that meet that goals. And within that strategy, you're doing the tactics, the day-to-day tactics that are getting you to that goal. You're, you're creating a social media presence. You're writing uh, white papers. You're doing everything that you have to get to that goal. And there's just a lot involved in marketing. And I think some other departments um, and, and other people may not understand all the things that you can bring to the table. 
Yeah, I, um, when my last year I took an intro kind of marketing class and there's so much that goes into it. I think that not a lot of people understand that it's like, there's two sides of a coin like you, in order to make something pretty, you also have to do the research on who you're marketing towards. Like there's so much that goes into it that is goes unnoticed. And I don't think many people care to understand. But like once I took that class, I had like a whole brand new understanding of how marketing and what goes into the research behind everything of a brand. Yeah, well said. Data is everything. Data actually dictates all the pretty pictures that you put together. That That's definitely true. Um, and so here at Fix Your Crown Podcast, we, um, we also are about mental health awareness and um, we want to know like what makes you feel inspired or feels like um, make you feel like your best self um, when you're doing things. Well, definitely having a bit of a routine. I mean, I try to do like five things a day that kind of tick off my five big things. And the first thing is gratitude. Uh, having gratitude and acknowledging what you have gratitude for that day, uh, be it, you know, someone that's helped you or, you know, uh, a project that you did that a client really liked, being, grat being grateful. Uh, the second thing is, you know, exercise, you know, get out there, be physically active, even if it's a 15 minute break and you, you know, lift a couple weights or do something in front of the TV. Uh, just being physically active kind of keeps you, you know, motivated. Um, I've gotten a little bit more into meditation. I always think that's great. It's a great way to kind of calm yourself, make you focus more, um, not be so scattered. Um, uh, the fourth thing I always do is, you know, I acknowledge other people. Uh, send a quick note, a quick text, anything that acknowledges other people for their, what they've done. Uh, how they've actually helped you or even their own, you know, things that they've done that you want to acknowledge and congratulate them. for. Um, the last thing, uh, the fifth thing that I try to focus on is have one big win a day, meaning, you know, ace that interview, write that awesome blog, um, you know, uh, find someone, find a uh, person you found in your network that you connected with that has helped you. Um, find something that you find as a win that kind of propels you to the next day. Yeah, I think it's important. Um, I think everything that you've been listing is very important, especially gratitude um, and meditation, like doing things for yourself and finding time in each day, whether it's really small is important. I think in day-to-day -day activities, sometimes people forget that you have to take a second for yourself and um, re like recollect um, everything that you've done throughout the day, whether it's big or small, sometimes just um, finding a penny on the floor could be like a good thing that's happened on your, in your day. And I think um, it's good to have like good self-care routines. Like yours is very, um, I, very routine and I like it a lot. Um, I need to, uh, <laughs> I need to step up my <laughs> a little bit, but I, I like everything that you've said. Um, so, um, we've kind of gotten to the end of everything. I want to know where our listeners can connect with you online. Any last words you want to leave them with? Um, 
Well, my website is The Right Blend. So that's W-R-I-T-E, Blend. My maiden name is Wright, like Heather Wright Schlichting. So I kind of took a play on that um, with the name of my company. And uh, essentially, you know, I'm the right blend is, you know, like the perfect blend of copywriting, social media, uh, media relations, anything that is kind of an addition to what your organization is already doing, but maybe you just need a little extra help. Uh, that's how I consider um, what I do for people. And, uh, you know, I can, I can create a strategy from scratch or I can just fill in where maybe you just don't have a particular expertise. Um, in terms of, you know, dealing with your career, I, I think you just got to keep going at it. Um, keep applying to jobs, keep your name out there, comment on LinkedIn posts, whatever it is, be authentic about who you are and what you want out of your career. Um, that will only serve you well going forward. Okay, thank you so much for joining me today. Um, it's my first interview with the Fix Your Crown podcast. I loved having you have picking your brain about different things that have to do with marketing. And I don't know when this is going to air, but it'll air sometime next week, hopefully. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Yeah, thank you for joining me. Um, thank you. Yeah, okay. Um,